0: To the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. Join strength and conditioning expert Roberto Parker as he shares his over 35 years of experience in training athletes and helping people achieve their fitness goals. Now, here's your moderator, Chris Whiting, with Coach Roberto. Hey,
1: hey, Hey, thanks, Paul, for the introduction. Great job as always, but you're not here to listen to me. You're here because of the man, the myth, the legend, the font of knowledge that we have on all things health-related, Mr. Roberto Parker. Roberto, welcome. All right. It's good to be a legend. It, it is good to be a legend, I've heard. I wouldn't know. So every week we get together, we talk about health stuff, we always learn a whole lot. Now, this is part two of the series. I've been waiting for an entire week. Because last time we talked about disease, and now it sounds like we're going to drill down a little bit and focus on symptoms. So unpack that for us.
2: Well, we talked about disease being an abnormality of things that aren't good for the body, basically. Mm-hmm. I talked about how aging was probably the biggest disease that we have.
1: Aha, uh-huh for me. Yeah. And
2: what are the symptoms of aging? The symptoms of aging are usually with most people, cell regeneration starts to diminish. With cell regeneration diminishing, that brings on a plethora of issues in the body because now the body starts to break down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, is that a disease or is that a symptom? A symptom is pretty much just kind of a byproduct of what's going on with your body in terms of the environment we talked about that in the last podcast now stress is the biggest problem we have in terms of how our bodies respond that adaptive response being that disease again Mm -hmm. and from that adaptive response that brings on things like obesity obesity is an adaptive response absolutely what's happening with the body too much insulin oh what brings in too much insulin typically overeating ah okay i'm tracking now okay yeah what about high blood pressure is that a disease or a symptom to me it is a symptom we talked about that before because your blood pressure will go up in order to actually protect you from what's going on with the body it's like a protective mechanism now Cholesterol, high cholesterol, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's do because I have it. Okay, if you have high cholesterol, that's not always a problem because cholesterol is a major component in every cell in your body. Without enough cholesterol, your body does not repair itself like it should. So when your body is highly stressed, Mm -hmm. the symptom is higher cholesterol because it's trying to repair the system. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on cholesterol, but, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. There's a test called the LLP, the lipoprotein the lipo uh, protein test. It's mm-hmm. because, it's a blood test. You can have your cholesterol checked to see the density of the particles and the number of particles. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. Yeah. But high cholesterol could be an adaptive response, a symptomatic response of what's going on with the, syst- with the system. Is cancer, is that a symptom? Or disease. I always thought it was a disease. Okay. Let's say it is a disease. Okay. Okay. Just, just for the help, let's just say it is. Sure. Is it reversible? Oh, God, that's a great. I mean, people get
1: cured from cancer, so I
2: guess it is. Do a really good cure, or does it go into remission? Probably goes into remission. It goes into remission. Exactly. Every one of us has cancer cells in our bodies. Mm-hmm. What keeps those cancer cells at bay is a thing called the immune system. Okay. Coughing, is that a symptom? Yes. Yes, what's that? Yeah. Co- that's caused from? It's caused from so, so, some sort of respiratory stress. Uh-huh. Okay, um, bad gas. <laughs> Why are you looking at me <laughs> when you say that? <laughs> is that a symptom? it usually is from some sort of bloating in the body some sort of bacterial uh, imbalance in the gut Mm -hmm. some sort of dysbiosis it is a symptom of something much bigger going on in the body so getting back to what really are symptoms stress that's what they are It's, it's it's a series of some sort of chemical stress emotional stress or physical stress that's really what we're talking about here and once you find those hidden stressors, what's causing these symptoms to pop up in their ugly heads, that's when you can reverse some of these symptoms. You're not really going to reverse cancer, so to speak, because all of us have cancer cells in our bodies. We have these things called the white blood cells that gobbles up some of that stuff in mm-hmm. the immune system, which controls the white blood cells and the nervous system controls the immune system to keep those things at bay like we talked about before the nervous system being the parasympathetic and the sympathetic branches fight or flight rest or rest or digest if you're always in fight or flight state you're going to be more susceptible to diseases period end of story so what are
1: some things you can do to help alleviate or manage some of the stress well
2: the best thing to do if the type of food you're eating is huge that that is huge what type of activity are you engaging in do you Mm -hmm. engage in activity are you getting enough restful sleep that is a big one god because if you're not getting quality sleep your stress levels are big time Mm -hmm. your body is not regenerating your body's not making growth hormone like it should because that helps the cells regenerate so are you having uh, do you have a good healthy appetite <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or do you have food cravings? Yeah. Because now, once you, sh- if you have, you say you have a healthy appetite, but you're still having food cravings. I would say you don't really have a healthy appetite. Something is amiss there. Mm-hmm. There's something that is causing these issues. Uh, the thing I look at the most, more than anything else, with with human beings, is their gut. Wow. We talked about that many times. Yeah. The health of your gut is so big when you have a healthy gut your brain functions better your muscles function better your brain your your bones function better everything functions better when you have a healthy gut when your gut gets out of balance it is just a a just rows and rows and rows a domino effect of things that can occur in your body it may not occur right away it might take several years because some people have a very good constitution Mm-hmm. It might not hit you to age 50. Mm-hmm. But what you did at age 20 could rear ugly head at age 50 in terms of symptoms and what we call diseases. God, that sucks. Okay. I know it does. Yeah. The chickens can come home to roost. So
1: gut health, is it just what you
2: eat? Are there other things that... Stress. Str- em- emotional stress. <laughs> emotional stress is huge. Once again, stress, the body doesn't know the difference between physical, chemical, emotional stress it does not know the difference stress is stress it will kick your it'll kick your rear end Mm -hmm. but i will say this most americans their biggest stressors are food Mm -hmm. probably lack of sleep lack of quality sleep dang okay there's a lot of americans who exercise now i mean the exercise business is a billion dollar business how many gyms are just in blue springs alone here you oh know, god a, a ton of them yeah a lot of them go out of business too unfortunately but there's a ton of them yeah how many people really are that healthy oh uh, so few 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 yeah w- what do we use to try to reverse diseases they're Drugs. called they're called medications are yeah. they working
1: i i think the answer is no i i feel like this is just one guy's opinion that People get something and then it's just stay on medicine for the rest of your life. Bingo.
2: The average person over the age of 50 years Mm -hmm. old is on about five or more medications. Wow. The average person over the age of 65 to 70 is on eight or more medications.
1: Good grief.
2: Now, what's keeping us alive? Now, the United States of America, we have a very long lifespan here. Mm -hmm. What would happen if you took away all those medications?
1: It'd probably go down. I mean, I we'd
2: start dropping off like flies. Yeah. Okay. Now, my point is that you can do it in a natural way, which is more work. It takes yes. working harder, working smarter, getting back to lifestyle. Yes. Again. But it can be done. What do we do to prevent diseases? They're called vaccinations. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I i have mixed feelings on vaccinations i'll be honest with you i'm not a big fan of most vaccinations mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of medications and i will always give this disclaimer i would never ever ever tell anybody to get off any medication if it's life threatening if your doctor says this is saving your life then don't be stupid and get off of it yeah but as a practitioner myself i look for those hidden stressors what is stressing you out physically mentally mentally hmm and chemically those are the symptoms that are popping up why are you obese why is your pancreas acting up why do you have constant high blood pressure why do you have bad cholesterol why do you have arthritis why do you have belly bloat why uh do you have heart disease mm-hmm. are, are those diseases are those adapt adaptive responses Two things in your lifestyle i say they are adaptive responses to things things that are happening in your lifestyle that in most cases can be controlled and well managed if you have the proper tools and education most people need to learn more about their body there are more people who know more about their next vacation than their own health now i'm not saying you have to be a a medical doctor or chiropractor but you should have some sort of a working, functional knowledge of how your body works and how your body responds.
1: Well, what do you say to people that are maybe going, okay, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I'm fat, I'm 50, like it's probably too
2: late for me. It's never too late. I will say this, that you have to gradually ease your way into it. See, I've been working out myself, since I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. nineteen seventy-three. That's how long I've been doing this, Jeez. and I haven't stopped since. I was, I'm I'm a very blessed, fortunate man. Mm-hmm. Most people are not that way. Most and pe- old, yeah. Most people, when they get out of high school or college, they they get on with their career. You know, they make money. You know, they become married, start raising a family, and physical activity becomes less and less mm-hmm. and less and less of a priority. Yeah, they start chasing the buck. That's why I said before we. Our, our, our society is very sympathetic fight or flight dominant because we want to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Okay. We don't learn to relax enough. We don't learn to, to shift our bodies to that more rest and digest state. Therefore you bring in more symptomatic type of things happening with your body. You've got to learn more about your body. Ease your way into training ease your way into the way you're eating that's why you hire someone like me to help you out because there's a so much information out there on keto and paleo and do i lift weights? do i do pilates do i do yoga what the hell do i do amen i mean they're confused hey, look i get it hey look i get a lot of information to myself every day on the internet about this type of workout this type of diet this type of this or that mm-hmm. or whatever so you gotta sort through all the crapola sometimes yeah. and find out what works for you. Once again, we are all biochemically different. What works for Chris Whiting doesn't always work for Roberto Parker. Yeah, There are some people who are gonna respond very well to paleo and some people won't. Some people will respond very well to keto, some people won't. Some people respond to a combination of both, some people won't. My basic philosophy is this, cycle your training, cycle your feeding, and change it up sometimes eat a little bit more eat a little bit less yeah exactly you know what i mean yeah and sometimes you have to change it up a little bit well and you fast some right yes i do i fast at least once a week okay for a day or uh usually about 18 to 24 hours okay sometimes i'll do a long i'll do a long-term fast of about 40 45 hours um wow i don't do that often i do that maybe about two three times a year but yeah fasting is good that's another big thing Mm -hmm. you you hear a lot about intermittent fasting today too that's that's another a big 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 thing today it's good to do those i i I, I agree with fasting but you got to do it in a smart way folks you just can't say okay i'm going to do a 20-hour fast and it kicks your ass you never do it again right so you got to ease your way into it methodically and with some management it's like it's like planning out your budget it's like it's like planning out your vacation like i said before Mm -hmm. if you don't know how to do it right then you hire a professional to help you do it.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. You talked about how, you know, most people, they maybe they work out in high school or whatever, and then they move on and they work, they chase the buck. I, I saw some pictures of you on Facebook. I don't know when this was, but it was like a reunion of you with your college teammates. Yeah, who all foot, football fo- Yeah, football buddies. Yeah, all your football buddies. Yeah. And I look at this picture. And there's a bunch of guys, and there's one guy who looks like he's really still in shape after however many years, and then there's a bunch 40 of guys, years. forty years, okay, and then there's a bunch of guys that look like they probably let the physical side slide a little bit after they got out of just college. A tad, yeah, just a, tad. just a little bit there, but um, but for me personally, that's why I love going to you because you obviously know what you're doing, and I don't have to think about it. I don't have to read a million different blogs and go, well, maybe I'll work out this way or maybe I'll work. I show up. You tell me what to do. I do
2: it. The most important thing is, like I said, I'll leave you with this, folks. You are an individual. What works for one may not work for the next person. You have to customize something that's going to work for you relative to the way you eat, relative to your activity, and the way you exercise. Everybody's a little bit different. Don't get caught up in the cookie cutter. I gotta do keto. I gotta do the South Beach Mediterranean. I've gotta work out with weights every day. I've gotta get on uh, Lonnie Anderson's new workout program. Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. WKRP Cincinnati. One of my favorite shows. Anyway, you you just you just can't do that stuff. You have to find out what's going to work for
1: you. So if people are not interested in trying to find the one-size-fits-all that doesn't work and they really want to get serious about getting a personalized program that will work for them, how do they get in touch with you?
2: Phone number is 816-405-7703. Email is rwpsports at yahoo.com. I also do things virtually over the internet, even if you live out of town. I don't in if you live in London, England. I can work with you.
1: Hey, how about that? Even our English listeners can benefit from Roberto. That's awesome. Thank you, as always. I think the big takeaway here, uh, if we're talking disease, the biggest one of all is aging. We're not going to escape that, but we can manage the symptoms of aging by the lifestyle choices that we make, folks. So find the program that works for you and find an expert like Roberto who can help you do it. And we'll talk to you next time on the Health Detective Podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. You can contact Roberto at 816 405 7703 or by email at sports at yahoo.com with any comment or question you may have. Join us next time for the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. The Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker has been a KCTK production, produced by Roberto Parker, Chris Whiting, and Paul Lavota. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.